Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to episode 18 of Maker That Money. This is the, uh, I guess I'll call us a podcast, a conversation now where uh, two maker entrepreneurs, uh, that's uh, guys that got their start as makers, uh, decided to take the plunge and uh, create a business out of it. And we love talking about uh, taking your maker enterprise to the next level. Yeah, we do. With me today, as always, I've got my trusty sidekick, uh, Andrew at 3D Gloop, Andrew Mayhall, captain of the Empire of Sticky. Good morning. How are you doing today? (laughs) I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, fantastic. As we say always. I believe it's already Friday. It's already (laughs) Friday again, but uh, I love Fridays for that reason. You know, it's a lot of good stuff to look forward to. Speaking of looking forward to stuff, I've been looking forward to this for weeks while we've been trying to get him scheduled, but we have the amazing Mr. Fotis Mint with us this morning. Now, for those of you that are with us that don't know who Fotis Mint is, he is a, dare I say, prolific contributor to the 3D printing, uh, 3D modeling, and CAD community. He does some of the most amazing work uh, that I have seen, and he is—I say—I say prolific because he's just constantly cranking out just the top quality stuff. Uh, Fotis, welcome <laughs> to our to our humble little uh, conversation here. Thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing, my friend? Thank you for your nice words, first of all, and thank you for the invitation. <laughs> yeah, I'm not—I'm not that. Nice, you know. <laughs> oh, he's being—he's being modest. He's a very nice no, guy. No. I know you don't do a lot of interviews, but I appreciate you taking the time with us because we have a lot of people that uh, follow along that have, you know, the, the business in the maker world can mean a number of different things, and obviously, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about what a substantial uh, a business opportunity there is around CAD modeling and all that stuff. And and who better to hear from than one of the best of the best uh, in that. Uh, you have a very large Patreon following that I know you're constantly trying to keep happy and all that stuff. We're going to talk about that <laughs> stuff uh, uh, in the future. But obviously, you've been an artist and a 3D modeler for, for some time. Can you talk about your background and how you got into it? And, you know, what's the, what's your origin story, my friend? Of course. Well, uh, this whole thing started uh, six years ago, around around six years ago, when I first discovered, well, I I heard it before, but I'd never seen it up close. I was in an expo and I saw a 3D printer Uh and I was like, oh, my God, this is this is this is great. I was uh, I was stunned that, you know, you can make things out of just a piece of plastic and after that, well, this is 2014, I'm sorry. After that, 2016, I finally managed to buy one. Actually, okay. it, was a Z, it was a Z-Morph uh, SX, I think. It was, uh, you know, it, it also had tools. You could also do CNC, you could also laser, you could do everything. And, uh, well, you know, you know the excitement. You buy a printer and you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to make so many things and I'm going to be rich. You're going to be rich. He's going to be rich. (laughs) (laughs) The dollar signs just popped into your eyes. I love it. Yeah, you're not going to be rich. Yeah, you you, you need lots of work to manage to be rich with just one 3D printer. Yeah. But um, yeah, after a while, I, I discovered that if you don't design your own things, if you don't start doing exactly the things you want to do without going in platforms and finding other people's work. Right. Where's the fun 
Where's the fun in that? I, I it felt very fun for me to start even in the beginning, you know, uh, working with CAD software and making the first thing I, I still remember the first thing I made, I almost cried from happiness when I got it in my hand. I, I thought that this is this is too nice until, uh, you know, a, a month ago was some guy working somewhere doing nothing and now I create things out of thin air. That is such so, that's such an amazing so feeling, cool. isn't it? I, I remember yeah, feeling the same it's thing. The best. Well, I wish I could feel it again. I you know, know, right? You're ch- you're constantly <laughs> chasing that high again. Well, it's 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 interesting because I remember, and maybe you do too, Andrew. The first time that I printed something, and oh, it was yes. one thing just to watch the printer do it, and like pulled the pr- first print mm-hmm. off, and was like, "Wow, this is way better than I thought." But it's a whole nother experience, like Photos is talking about, when you first start learning CAD, and you have oh, something yes. that went from your brain into a computer and then now you have this tangible thing. And so it's like this really just incredible tool. And I, I haven't had that experience with any other tool that I have. I don't get excited about my drill press or my, oh, you know, yeah. any of that other stuff, the way that I did with the 3d printer. So mm-hmm. also I have to give huge credit to the YouTubers. Yeah. Huge credit mm-hmm. to everybody that shares information online, teaches people how to make stuff. Imagine we didn't have the internet right now and trying to learn these things. It's yeah. impossible to learn it on your own. I, I started this without any CAD background, artistic background. I can't sketch. My math are terrible. One plus one. Wow. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. So yeah. just by looking at tutorials, I learned fusion you know i'm not i suck at fusion okay i'm an amateur but still i managed to make some things like i made props i made two three swords yeah i made some uh if you look at my old stuff in my manufacturing made lots of you know things that look cool but still something was missing for me i mean i didn't exactly i, I couldn't exactly do what i wanted to do so back then i was in my manufacturing i had First of all, my manufacturer is family to me. Okay. So many, so many good people, so many good people in there. And the whole community we had then, well, it's a little changed now because we had a system called Studios and lots of artists were there and we were sharing models all the time. And uh, I don't know if you know Printed Obsession. It's Morgan Mori. Uh, uh, no, I don't miniatures. think. He makes miniatures. Okay, he's, he's a miniature. An he's an excellent sculptor, by the way. Okay. Uh, I mean, this guy... told me that if you want to do whatever you want, you have to start sculpting. And he introduced me to zebras. So this is how it all started for me. The first time I, I throw a sphere up there and start, you know, carving it. It was, you see, I have goosebumps. It's, it was the best thing ever. I said, okay, forget everything, forget everything else. This is what you do. (laughs) So just, I never stopped doing that. It's it's pure freedom and pure cr- creation. I mean, yeah. you do whatever you want, uh, the way you want it. You, you you the whole software is a canvas without <laughs> restrictions, because CAD has restrictions. A canvas, okay, had, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, I had lots of issues with CAD software for the things that I make because I wanted to do somewhere and I got an error. You can't do that. Well, I oh. want to do that. 
No, you can't. <laughs> it's very well, rigid. Well, why? <laughs> so, so hold yeah. on a second. Back up a second. You have no artistic training whatsoever. You're not a I, sketcher. I you're not a. Tra- I, that's what I'm saying too, right? <laughs> it's so mind blowing. He, he is self-taught, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I couldn't tell the difference. Digital sculpting. So in a car crash. Wow. <laughs> and 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 no uh no sculpting no traditional sculpting background none of that stuff. That's and incredible. so this is all just stuff that you've picked up and it's been a passion. And and guys, if if you have not first of all, I have I've uh if you're if you're with us on uh our our weekly YouTube uh stream, I have the link up above for Fotus's Patreon so you can go see it. We'll put it in the show description as well after the fact for those listening uh later. But patreon.com slash photosmint F-O-T-I-S-M-I-N-T, common spelling. Uh you can see what he does and the level that we are talking, the level of detail that we are talking about is incredible and and how quickly he is able to achieve that. So I think your your current tool of choices is ZBrush. Is that the package that you're you're currently using? And you've been working with yes. ZBrush for quite some time now, right? I started ZBrush on September 2017. Okay. Okay. So you've seen it through since, I, I don't know when ZBrush first got, got its start, but you've been with it for quite some time then. Well, ZBrush is a very old software. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, this is, this is the, this is usually your go-to for sculpting. You can yeah. also do it on Blender, <clears throat> but sure. people that just do sculpting would would definitely go to ZBrush because it has way better tools to and features that Blender doesn't have yet. I wish it had, but still, I still it, it, it doesn't, and uh, yeah. I hope they will reach to the same level at some point. Yeah. Now, Blender being uh, for those that don't know, a very um, uh, popular CAD software that's uh, open source uh, and is used for a number of different uh, mm-hmm. purposes outside of just sculpting too. I've seen people do some incredible things from uh, motion graphics uh, and um, just general, you know, CAD work to to sculpting. So it's a it's a nice package, and I think it's a good place to get your start because the you know the price is right. But uh, but I, I hear what you're saying. Sometimes when you you want some of those next level tools, um, you know, there's better stuff. And speaking of Next level, we've got some other fantastic uh, ZBrush and just modelers in general with us. We got Chelsea with us in the chat this morning. Yep. Good morning, Chelsea. Good to see you. Uh, and and everybody else, we've everybody's very excited in the chat. We've got uh, Wexter is here. Wexter <laughs> is here. Yes. Uh, speaking of yes. other prolific sculptors, uh, another great one. I, I love I love the community that exists around uh, this. Man, space. I'm so crazy about the community lately. No, yeah. I'm a, I was always a loner, but um, until I started hanging out in American streams, especially lately, I, I, I'm a changed person. <laughs> Seriously. He's a, he's a convert. <laughs> I'm, having um, fun. I'm having fun. <clears throat> I'm having fun. Yeah. You know, uh, Grant from 3D Musketeers in the chat is saying, uh, ZBrush is not an easy to learn uh, package. Would you agree with that, Fotis? Is it, is it a, a steep learning curve on that? Well, first time you launch it, it's like, I, I is it overwhelming? You, feel, you feel stupid. You really? Don't understand. There's just you don't understand too a much. Single thing. Wow. But you can watch Wexter's beginners, uh, beginners guide, which is a very simple way to start with the basics. Yeah. And then it will not look that unbelievable. Mm. 
But yeah, in order to start in the beginning to understand how this thing works, it needs definitely a month to learn the basics. It's okay. very after you after you learn them, it all makes sense. the The difficult controls are there for a reason. It's not like they try to torture you. When you when you manage to understand those uh, controls, you will see that it helps. It's it helps you work faster. You don't understand it in the beginning, but when you when you when you learn it, you see that oh, this is why it yeah. sucks. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, in the beginning, it's very overwhelming to see all these things around. I mean, there are things right now that I I still don't know what they do in yeah. that software because I didn't need them <laughs> or whatever. Sure. But there are so many things you can do with that software. I mean. There are some huge sculptors out there like Michael, Michael Pavlovitz who does know every single inch of that software. But for me, I still learn. I still, still, and I will keep learning about this software for years to come. <laughs> that's that's fantastic. So we're, get, we're getting some great questions in the chat. Uh, I hope you don't mind if I just, you know, pummel you with them photos here. Uh, the first one I wanted to touch on was from uh, Adam with uh, PowerBuilt 3D. Uh, hey, Adam, how's it going? Uh, how long did you spend learning sculpting uh, before you started sharing your models? And then how long after that until you felt comfortable charging people for models? That's that's a nice question. Well, yeah, a uh, soft toss to start. From 2017 <laughs> until 2019, I released 120 models for free on my main factory. I, wow. Around 120 models for free. Uh, after that, Patreon happened, which I do not consider a store. I don't, okay. I don't, I don't consider it like I charge people. If I did charge people, I would charge everything individually, or I would take the fan art and sell it in stores. Okay. I don't. Okay. I do not. Okay. It's not fan art. The We're moment, not calling it the fan art. The moment you join, what? You're, sorry, you're not calling it fan art, what you do then. So carry on. The moment you join... No, yeah. The moment the moment you join, you immediately get everything. Everything I made wow. from 2019 until today. So wow. it's not like I do monthly releases and I charge you for these releases. Yeah. The moment you the moment you give me your support, you just get my appreciation with all my models. And is that is that a common text? I don't use Patreon I, regularly. I don't think that's common. It's, is, is it not uh, to, to have the whole back catalog? Depends. It depends. So everybody handles it differently. It depends on it's on the artist. I, I, I always kept that. Uh, well, there, there might be people that come to me and tell me, dude, don't do that. This is not. <laughs> you yeah. ruin it for the rest of us. <laughs> no, 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 it's not that. I mean, they, they think I undervalue a lot my models, but <laughs> this is not the, th this is not the case. I sell my original concepts in my manufacturing. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the store, but I also give it, give them to you in my higher tier. But for the five buck tier, for example, I give all fan art because I do not I do not sell it elsewhere. I mean, in the store individually. So this is just a reward. So I don't exactly price the reward. I just give all I can. Okay. Well, that's See? that's because awesome. I have, right now, I have around yeah. eleven hundred people supporting me. Wow. So this is. Uh, how can I say I'm? I you know why can I? How can I complain about that? 
right. say, okay, I'm going to raise the prices. There's no reason to raise the prices. People will understand that you just do your best every single day for them and for you, of course, and the family. But if you have a reasonable price, they will stick with you and they will actually appreciate the community. I mean, I have very good community in Discord. I have uh, people that email me every day to thank me for just what I did last night. I, I released a new model. Every, all, the, all that stuff is not, you know, it's not about the money. This thing is not about the money, okay? I'm not a saint. I'm not Mother Teresa. I want money. What? But, <laughs> yeah, newsflash, I'm not. <laughs> but it's a mutual respect, okay? I always want to believe in the kindness of the people that join to understand that this whole package they get is not worth five bucks. I'm, I'm not crazy. What do you okay? Yeah. But, you mean it's worth a lot more than five bucks, of course, but you don't you don't feel the need. I, I, yeah, but I, I I prefer to think that they will understand that and they might support a little longer. Well, if they don't, no hard feelings. You know, okay. I think that's a really a really good strategy, and I don't think you see that that often. That uh, it, well, I, I don't know. I don't want to speak for yeah. everybody because again, I don't I don't do. Uh, uh, I, there I are even. There are even people that do even worse than me. Okay, there's MZ4250 that uh -huh. has three thousand miniatures for the last, I don't know, seven eight years. Okay, he gives everything for free. Wow! Wow! And he has a Patreon, and I think he has around five thousand patrons right now. Wow! People appreciated it, and they support that person. It's it's a I think it's great and I think it's a it's a it's a different perspective on the whole thing that um but it takes a lot of trust and it takes a lot of time I think to build up that level of community mm -hmm. uh yeah, yeah. so so it's not to say that one way or another is is better so let me take a step back for for anybody that's listening I think most of the people that are listening right now have a good sense of what Patreon is but just as a as a basic primer on it it's uh it's basically a monthly subscription service where you can support artists and people use Patreon for all kinds of things it's it's a fantastic way uh, to, um, you know, release uh, your material and let people support your endeavors, whether it's in art or music or um, any number of, of things. And uh, you're able to have different tiers uh, that that for different uh, monthly sponsorship amounts, you're able to uh, get different benefits from. And uh, Fotis, I'm looking at yours right now, and uh, like you said, you're just shy of 1,100 uh, patrons, which is phenomenal. That's a that's a very it's large incredible following. I mean, I know there's larger followings and stuff, but that that's all variable too, depending on how much people charge for their you know their subscriptions. But you have uh, three tier levels. Uh, one of which you have uh, is sold out, which I wanted to ask about in a sec. <clears throat> but there's the this is very clever, by the way, the peppermint collection. That's five bucks a month. <laughs> you get access to uh, all the you get access to all the models as as uh, photos was saying. Fun, all the fun art models. All not, the not my originals. My originals <clears throat> not the originals. Are on the ten buck, yeah. Okay, and then for ten, you can get all the originals as well, which is a, a completely. A trivial cost. I mean, even if you're paying for this for a year or two years, like the you guys, if you see the quality of the stuff that's in here, you know there, there's easily individual models that I would say are 100 and worth 120 bucks or 200 bucks or whatever easily. But um, I love hearing about Fotis's perspective on the business model that I would much rather be more accessible. 
and allow more people to get in and excited and find good quality material that that is valuable to them and exciting to them to print and get more into the hobby and and I think that's just such a great approach. I love mm-hmm. that. Can I say can I say something? Uh, uh, please. Also, I don't want to be also I don't, don't want to be a hypocrite, okay? There are, there were many times I got pissed of people coming in, getting everything, put it up for sale somewhere or oh. getting coming in uh, grab everything and leave me a survey. You suck. What? <laughs> Who does Whoa. that? Exactly. So, they would take. Wait. They, they would. They would. They would sign up well, for for one month. They would in, take everything. You get everything. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. get everything. Yeah. But in the survey leaving, you suck. I didn't <laughs> like you. You suck. But I took all your stuff. Yeah, <laughs> so you yeah. can see, you can see that they downloaded everything, or you can you can tell what there they. Were times, wow. There were times that I said, you know. Even with my artist friends, we discuss this a lot, all the time. And I'm like, um, I have to change this thing. I have to do monthly releases only and, you know, bury the back catalog or whatever. But you get to, to you also get too scared to do that because you, you think you will lose all your following just mm-hmm. by doing that. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to act. I was always like that. Ugh. But as, you know, time when, you know, with t- in time, I realized that people that are you know not nice to you, they will not be nice to you either way. So yeah, yeah. all you will all, the only the only thing you're going to do in the end is punish the good people if you right. do that. Right. So right. Why? So why? So why stop doing what many people like? Well, they they learned me. In, in a way that they enjoy. So why stop that just because someone ruined my day? And, you know, I get very emotional. Yeah. If, if, you, if you tell me right now that my work sucks, I will probably set, you know, turn off the screen and leave, you know? Well, we're not going to tell you I that. Get, yeah, <laughs> we're I get very, not that. I, I get it very personal, you know, when someone tells, and if it's not fair, of course, okay? If you just throw me a message, then just go away. Yeah. I mean, I'm not speaking about constructive criticism here. But uh, yeah, that's that's the thing. I mean, you can't just do things because someone annoyed you. You yeah. have to also consider the people that are there for you all year, maybe two years, maybe three years, yes. and uh, respect that and uh, don't change things drastically just before just because you had a bad day or a bad week or whatever. You know, you had a bad experience with one individual, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andrew and I have talked about this uh, pretty extensively. Mm-hmm. In business, we have this tendency to, whether it's uh, as an artist or as a product creator, take obviously that, that that's like we're pouring our soul out in a way. Like this is a representation of something I designed of me, and it is hard mm-hmm. not to take the negativity personally. To maintain the perspective that that person, you know, when you look at the bell curve of all the people that buy your stuff, whether it's, you know, art or, or mm-hmm. a physical product, um, you know, these are not representative of the whole. It, but it is so hard not to let that negative feedback in in a way that we just don't allow the positive in, right? It's like you you told us, you get emails all the time. Thank you for this amazing stuff. And you don't... Why do we not allow that to build us up as intensely as the negative feedback brings us down? <laughs> the negative feedback is so much stronger than the positive feedback. 
I don't understand it, but it, that's right? what it happens to me. One negative program. comment yeah. can eliminate 50 good ones. But I think, like I think your point about who you're here for is very important to reiterate here, that you're not doing all of these people that love you and support you and see the value and stuff, you're not doing them any favors by allowing these people in. So the, we talk about self-care and all these things. Like mm -hmm. it's important to protect yourself. Like I, I hate that we kind of talk about, you get cynical over time as you, those people are always going to exist. There's always going to be jerks out Absolutely. there that are going to just do always. this crappy stuff. But you have, as Fotis said, you have to be here for the people that are supporting you. And you have to realize that letting them get to you that way is, is hurting them. Right. And I think that's a really good, healthy way to look at it, Fotis. And I know it's not always easy, but I'm glad to hear that you, you recognize that. Um, I want to go to another question if I can, uh, uh, really quick. Uh, filament frenzy asked what, what tips do you have uh, for beginners? You know, I know we had talked about how hard, say, ZBrush or whatever. And maybe ZBrush isn't the best starting point. Maybe it is. And if it is, like you would mentioned, Wexter's got some good material to start. Like what? what's a good – if you were doing it all over again, where would you start? Hey, Frenzy. Uh, <laughs> well, if I started all over again. Shout out, that's, Tom. That's a, that's a good one. Uh there's a chance if I started all over again, there's a chance I would start with Blender. Really? First of all, because yeah, well, if I started and didn't know anything, okay, okay. I, I that I wouldn't know where I will end up. Because Blender has polygon modeling, has sculpting, has rendering, has everything you need in a pack. Okay. And that's very important. Okay. Uh but uh it also depends on what you want to do. If, for example, you want to do props, you might want to go to Blender. If you want to do miniatures, you might want to go to Zebras mm -hmm. because you definitely, you, you will need 99% of sculpting. Uh, so it always depends on what you want to make. So if you want to, of course, if you want to do functional things, you will go to Fusion, okay? No second guess. You will just go there. Or if you want to be more open sourcey and want to go to FreeCAD or whatever else you you wanna you prefer. But with Zebras, if you want to start, uh, you have to. First of all, you have to be ready <laughs> to be committed to it. I need you need to sacrifice things. You need to sacrifice hanging out for coffee every day. Oh, you wow. really need to practice. You really need to practice a lot. You, I mean, when I was learning, I had a day job. I was working for 12 hours and I was learning zebras during the night. It was oh, your night repeat. school. Wow. And, re and repeat. Wow. And repeat. Wow. I, I okay. haven't slept. That's, that's for hard. Two years. Yeah, well, I haven't slept for two years. I was going to work. I was like. Well, and you have a little daughter, which can't help your sleep either. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, but like like, you, like anything, you, you got to practice. practice. Okay. Like crazy. I okay. mean, you can watch all the tutorials in the world, but if you don't practice, nothing is going to change. Okay. Nothing. I okay. Mean, you might think you know you know things, but if you don't do them with your hands, it's like it's like I give you some clay. Okay. If you don't start trying with it, right? How are you going to learn? I, I can tell you how, but if you don't try it and practice it a lot, 
you will not advance. You will not be great at it. But uh, like I said, you need to find some very, very um, simple tutorials in the beginning. Like I told you, the Wexter tutorial, which is very, very well received. I mean, it has half a million views, maybe more. I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great video. I'm going to put that. you can just start with pixel logic, you know, basics videos that they have and then start advancing to more advanced tutorials in general. I'm going to put a link to the uh, Wexter tutorials in uh, after the fact in the show notes for anybody that's listening back that wants to to see this and get a good start. Uh, also, any of the other tools we're mentioning, just because we really want to encourage other people to, you know, see what we're talking about here and, and get into it. Um, and Fotos, I think to your point, I think that to anybody getting started, what I'm hearing is the most ex important thing is to just start doing it, right? Just practice, practice, exactly. hone, hone your craft. And so don't let the things that are the barrier, like, oh, I can't afford ZBrush or whatever. There are free tools out there. Find a tool that you can start with and hopefully commit to finding a good series. I'm sure there's plenty of good series on Blender out there and, and how to get started on that as well. Uh, and so I, I don't think there's, yeah. I don't think there's any shame in, in, uh, certainly not any shame in finding, uh, free and, uh, uh, accessible tools to get yourself started so that you can just keep going. And then as you get better and as you start to reach those limitations, obviously you can start to invest more in, in that. If you, if you decide you want to stick with it, that's a great, great answer, uh, to that. So that's good. Yeah. We, we all have the tendency to just talk about something and not actually start doing it. Yeah. I mean, I oh, always yeah. love to work with, you know, wood crafting. I never started. So yeah, it's still a theory. <laughs> just I, li I like it though. Do it. It's like that Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> do it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> exactly that. It's yeah. Exactly that. Yeah. You need a motivation speaker or something. Perillo says he can't even uh, operate a kitchen blender. I'm with you, buddy. Uh, it's more that I don't want to operate a kitchen blender, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Listen, uh, one of the things we have to talk about, Fotis, and I know that this is kind of personal. Um, and so, you know, I appreciate your willingness because we, we did check with you ahead of time. But can you show us your right hand really quick, please? Uh, the, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So if you guys didn't know this... Um, Fotis has been dealing with uh, some major repetitive stress issues for quite some time now. Um, uh, and it's a, it sounds like it's a combination of things. It's not just like a carpal tunnel. It's, you've got tennis elbow, you've got, you know, clinically a, what's known as a completely I have, I have jacked all up all arm. Sports. Yeah. All, all sports the sports in combined into one wow. issues in your Golf, arm. Tennis, basketball, football, football. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And yet you are, still working through the pain regularly doing this and what aren't doctors telling you, you you can't do this because it's it's continuing to damage your body like this has to be such a challenge and <laughs> such a, a a struggle for you because you you want to do what you love and your body is fighting against you here well uh just to say about you said what the doctors say the doctors say that I had I have to to sit and do nothing for at least eight weeks. At least eight weeks. So it's it so hard to, to do. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I would never do that. Um, uh, at least eight weeks to to, to see an a big improvement. Okay, I see improvement every month because I have a guy here that fixes me. You know, uh, 
he fixes my tendons he fixes every single you know spot that it hurts i mean i had to swallow two years ago here on the wrist and i went there i will go again on monday um but well you can't stop push if i if i tell you if i tell you to stop right now can you stop i mean you, you, can't, you can't stop, stop. Won't stop. it's my right hand i can't yeah. do this with my left but I do some breaks from time to time. I take a month off from Patreon. I uh -huh. did one on March. I did one on November. Uh, but this year, I also said when it was New Year's, I said, this year's goal is to only pause a month. <laughs> so I don't think I'm, I will be pausing a lot this year. But uh, this whole physiotherapy thing helps. It it brings my, my wrist to better, you know, spot. It doesn't hurt that much. But when I push it like I, I'm pushing it this month for example uh -huh. uh, it starts to hurt I wake up and it feels like you hit me with a sledgehammer oh jeez wow. man and so have you so you have found some things that help but it's not, nothing that's like ever and, it, and this isn't something that's just gonna go away it's 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 you, a half measure yeah yeah and and you said you've, you've have you tried like I can't imagine what it would be like you know just at, at this point trying to move to using your left hand all like that just seems so crazy especially given the amount of like precision that you need to be able to have for what you do if i try to pick my nose right now i might with my left I you might poke your eye take off <laughs> <laughs> that's how coordinated you are with your left huh okay i will do that only only if they have to if my, my if my hand dies wow this is when, wow. when I will try to do that because I I actually tried. First of all, when this first happened, I was, well, during 2021, you know, early 2021, I was very, very depressed. I had very serious depression issues. Oh. This thing happened. Yeah, this thing happened. And I was extremely depressed because you think that now that you do something that you like, yeah, I mean, you I finally found something was, you like. Yeah, yeah. I was I started this thing when I was thirty three years old, and right. now I'm thirty nine. So I say, well, now that you finally found what you want, yeah, you just you will not have a hand anymore. To do it, it. It's like taken away from you. That <laughs> and is, you, yeah, and so depressing. I don't blame. Yeah, yeah, and you you wasted your hand all these years in all these crappy jobs. You had that when and in now, your prime, your hand was in its yeah. prime and it was wasted. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And, and now that you have all it takes, you know, to keep <laughs> doing this job and do it right and whatever, your hand abandons you. And you're like, why? <laughs> I, I, I went nuts. I went nuts. I, I, Fate I, is I, cruel I, like that. Yeah. Many times I said, I will quit to my wife. I said, I, I will quit. I will just go be a salesman again. Uh, I was that mad. Wow. Seriously. Wexter has a good idea for you, of course. He says, <laughs> I love uh, this idea. <laughs> he says uh, you should add another tier to your Patreon uh, where you sculpt with your left hand and it's called left Leftovers. Uh, and it could be, who knows? I mean, we could get some really amazing abstract art out of that. I, who knows? Typical, typical. Typical Wexter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those Croats. Yes, uh, we know. We And we love them. We love them. Um, yeah. I, my friend, I can't imagine how frustrating and how much adversity you're having to work through with that. Because I mean, I think you think about athletes, this happens to, or anything where it's like, this is all, you know, uh, and, or this is your, your passion and to feel 
like your passion's being taken away, but because your body just is saying, nope, nope, not going to do that. Um, yeah. You know, are you excited? Are you, are you excited for the thought of maybe there being like future technology or other tool? I mean, I don't even know what that would be like other ways for you to be able to sculpt that don't I involve using your arm. Um, I w- sculpting I with your- off right now. You're like the deaf, you'd be like the, the drummer from Def Leppard of, of the 3d sculpting <laughs> world where you just, uh, figure out how to use your feet to sculpt or something, you know, like, <clears throat> well, we, what you, we, we kind of spoke about this yesterday, right? I mean, yeah. you said that other things will come maybe mind. Oh, my, like mind control people. modeling. Oh, that's yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. But, well, what, uh, what do you think <laughs> of that? Is it possible? I mean, we've seen I that there's. Like that. You don't like I that. Like that. Oh, you wouldn't. I, like will, it. I prefer to use my hands to do these things. It's uh, sure it takes all the pleasure, you know, of creating things, just by, by just thinking about it. Yeah, I, I don't think I would love that. This is why I don't. I'm not crazy about VR either. It's uh. also not practical. It's also not practical for me because I would have to sit in a VR for 16 hours a day. Ugh. Can you imagine that? Boy, be all, <laughs> all disconnected. Yeah, that that does yeah. seem completely. Yeah. I do like AR though. AR might have something ah. going on. Yeah. Uh, I have to I, look this I mean, up. Bill Steele was talking about these new glasses that a company in San Jose is working on. I don't remember the name of the company right now, but amazing AR technology. And they were showing off applications specifically for 3D printing where you could like actually see the model like on a print bed or something before it was even there, but just to get a sense of it in another way. And so starting with that as a sculptor um, would be really fascinating. Have you used any tools, AR tools that you've or seen or Nothing played with them, but, but you're interested in it. Well, so long for sculpting, imagine you have, well, I have a desk that's two meters long here. Okay. Well, uh-huh. I don't know what the meter is, but you can imagine it's big. Um, I know what a meter is. Don't, don't, be, don't, be, a, don't be a jerk. You're American. You don't know what a meter no, is. No, no, no. So, I have embraced uh, the metric system. I, have, I defy the imperial. Here at Glue, we're all metric. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, imagine you have this desk, okay, and you use this technology, you know, to, to, to do CAD on your desk, on your whole desk. That would be so awesome. You know, you could even use a projector to do that thing. I could see, I could see photos just up on his desk and he's like, yeah, like, like around. Start. <laughs> yeah. Just Fitting, full you know, the immersion. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. What? Yeah, well, yeah. This, this whole tech would be very cool. I mean, and it would be here, not in a cyberspace. Thank you, Vishal. Right. It's Tilt Five was the company I'm thinking of, but that, that does the uh, AR uh, stuff. So there's, there's. I think we're going to see a lot of interesting development in that in that field moving forward. Um, I gotta say, I, I gotta thank you first of all for sharing, you know, your your struggles with us because I think that, that that's part of the journey for any oh, cool. business out there and stuff. That there is adversity. I think it's great to hear how people um, are working through it. I, I I think it's unfortunate that you haven't found a good you know, full on solution. And, and I can appreciate how difficult it is to feel like your, you know, passion is being threatened, but, um, you know, we're all cheering for you. And I know that the, your Patreon is supportive of it and you need to take your breaks when you can. Um, speaking of breaks and how much, like, what is the average amount of, uh, of sculpts you've, you've done over the past year? Like, are you doing, are you trying to do one a month, two a month? I, I'm not sure what your rate currently is. I see them My... all the time. I give, uh, I make five a month. You make five a month. Five. I, wow. I would love to make more, but now sure. I can't. 
yeah. because I have to take lots of breaks to, you know, do my exercises. So it got, keeps going and doesn't stay like this. Um, but yeah, there was a time in the past, in uh, 2020, that I, ha I have months I made six, seven, eight. Uh, See, I, when, I wasn't kidding month. when I said prolific, guys. I mean, the guy is just a machine, and it's not. He just cranks not, things out. Like, yeah, yeah. This is not well, uh, junky stuff. Does five a month too? Wexter does five, six a month. Wexter's awesome too, and I hope we can have Wexter on here at some point because uh, I've got a lot of things to say to that guy. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, um, it's it's incredible. Uh, and, and, you know, the technology is only getting better. And obviously as we see like better printers and, and some of the detail that we get on resin, I, I had a tweet out like uh, earlier in the week yeah, where the 8K, somebody was showing off right? an 8k and, uh, you know, the level of detail. And I, I don't know that that, that actually even requires 8k. I think that that's more to speak to the person that modeled that level of detail. Um, you know, I, I'm not saying that obviously there's, there's better printers and stuff out there, but, uh, um, you know, when I look at some of Wex, uh, not Wexter's stuff, cause that's basic as we all know. But, uh, when I look at, <laughs> when I look at photos <laughs> and stuff, yeah, I, I love you, Wexter. I'm kidding. When I look at photos <laughs> and stuff, um, and you see like, you can literally see like pores and like stubble and just texturing on, on fabric so and the eye. So for that, it's so fun to <clears throat> make those. That's why I do it's them. Those, it's, I know that's that the in FDM, it detail. might not be Oh, you yeah. might not see it in FDM, but we, as you know, yeah. resin is a trend for the last couple of years. I mean, before that, we only sculpted or designed for FDM. Yeah. And I still did that. You know, it was, I, I just like to do it. I, I knew it wouldn't show up, <laughs> but yeah. I just want to have the result I want and not considering that, yeah, this might not, you know, appear. Well, as it turns out, it appears now with resin, right? So sure. Mm -hmm. Sure. Well, and, and, and the nice thing about that is that, um, yeah, you could, you could make some different design choices if you know something's going to be printed for FDM, but, but it, it, uh, the FDM automatically downsamples, you know, what you do, uh, you don't have to worry yeah. about that necessarily. And if somebody has a good enough printer to get that detail, that's just, you know, that much more benefit, uh, uh to you. So, um, Man, so speaking of what you like, uh, because I know people probably approach you about, you know, doing commission work and all this stuff. Like, I know you have things that you just don't want to do and you have stuff that you love to do. So talk about what your, some of the favorite things, like what, what gets you excited and where's your inspiration coming from when you see something like, I want to model that. Okay. Well, uh, I love doing original stuff. I don't do them as much as I want because I know what people prefer to see. <laughs> well, some of them like the originals, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, fan art, everybody loves it. They will print it. They will enjoy it. They will make a gift for their children or whatever. So it's always good to make that. But uh, me personally, I would prefer, for example, to make a dragon or uh, a Cthulhu or yeah, 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 something. Like Cthulhu. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. on your, your homepage. I mean, the level of detail, that thing is uh, beautiful and hideous all the same time. That's the first thing I sculpted when my, my daughter was born. I started it in oh. the clinic. Wow. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you able to do this mobile? Like, are you able to just take a laptop somewhere with you? I and had do my that? laptop in the, in the clinic when we were in the same room. We had, you know, a room. And yeah, uh, yeah I started, you know, 
making the base. Because I imagine just this <laughs> incredible rig that you must have, and like all—I don't know if you're using like a you know touchpad and your mouse and all. To, it's yeah. What's that hardware look like? Yeah. What's your what's your is setup? Is it basic or is it? I can't show it now. Well, uh, sure. I use. Uh, just talk I can't about use it. a pen. I can't use a pen monitor anymore because uh, right. it will only make my wrist worse. But I do use a pen, um, a Wacom tablet, which is right yes. here in front of me, and I have a better stand. You know, my whole hand touches the surface and uh -huh. the desk. It's it, it you know it rests the wrist that way. Sure. Uh, but I use Wacom products definitely because the quality is there. Uh, there are there yeah. are other yeah. I had for example an XP pen pen monitor. Yeah. Um, which was nice. It was very nice, but unfortunately, I can't even you know use that anymore because of this whole situation. But uh, I also have keyboards. You know, I have maybe. I, well, I can take it off. That's all right. <laughs> While you're That's doing that, Bush. Uh, Bush Wookie had a question, and I, I mentioned this earlier. Um, how many people are you allowing to be a Mint partner? Uh, and because uh, right now you have it marked as sold out. Uh, is that, is that a, is a reason you limit that or are you kind of concerned with too many people having well, access let me, to everything? Let me explain that because I have to answer it many times a day. Well, there, here you go. That thing, that thing went sold out. Well, when I started that, this whole thing, I always told people about the dangers of selling firearms. I told them you go on Etsy, you sell a Marvel, whatever bust. Yeah. But it's not mine to give you permission. Ah, okay, okay. I That's make right. okay. I do the whole sculpt from mm -hmm. scratch. It's my creation. Yeah, but I cannot tell you go ahead and sell Marvel without thinking mm -hmm. it twice. I mean, I can't do that. It's very irresponsible of me to do that. So I, I ask people. I say, do you want to sell my original stuff or you want to sell fire? Many said that they want to sell my originals, but then they sold fan art anyway, you know, uh -huh. for a long time, for a okay. long time. Okay. And yeah. uh, after a while, because I have way, way too many problems with this thing, I, I just stopped accepting more people on it. And uh, in the back of my head is to completely kill that tier. Makes sense. Because, because I will just add a new tier that has only my, my, my concept, you know, my original concepts in. And so if you want to sell that, okay, do that. Mm -hmm. But don't tell me to tell you it's okay to sell fan art. Mm -hmm. No. A physical print of fan art, okay? Because some of them, I, I've, I even heard people, there are some people out there that they also made molds of them. You know oh, what's wow. going to happen to you if Disney see you make molds and mm -hmm. <laughs> make, make figures. It's very, it's very weird. And they, but the, but then for is why are you such as a hypocrite? You make money from it. Well, this is why I do not sell mm. them in stores. Interesting. Um, I do it. Yeah, the yeah there's licensing. There's possible. there's copyright issues for sure. Yep, copyright licensing. Yeah. It gets it gets very complicated. I, yeah. I mean, this is something that we should dive into at a later episode. Like all of the license marks, copyright, all of that legal stuff. Well, Super boring, but well, you maybe know. not though. I mean, I think this is actually we we talk about this, and I, there, there there's a there's obviously a lot here. We we did have an episode prior with uh, with Dan from Slice Engineering mm -hmm. where we kind of talked about patents and stuff like that. But I think this might be a good opportunity to dig in just a touch. 
Oh, by the way, I'm sorry, to, I, I'm sorry to interrupt. There, there's a chance. There's a chance. When I kill this thing, I tell you, well, do whatever you want with it. Yeah, at your own risk. It's not, it's not my, yeah, it's not my responsibility. Mm -hmm. I do don't. Do whatever you want, yeah. but it's not me. I don't I know the legalities of, of this. And so, I think it's probably different from country to country too, isn't it? Well, I it's, don't know. it's actually oh, pretty yeah. worldwide. Oh, is but, it? Okay. I mean, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so here's the thing, right? Um, you know, copyright law gets very complicated. Uh, but generally speaking, uh, you know, here in the US, um, you know, it's it's really, really enforceable. So, you know, if for, for anyone even just making fan art of something, right, you're technically violating a copyright of, whoever owns that that licensed character okay, um, yeah. it doesn't matter if you're you know in a different country or not if that file makes it over here in any digital media you're now in violation of u.s copyright law and they can come after you right because the internet has connected everything um so and, no and different than the, the music fiascos of the 90s exactly. and stuff like that it's and all because of those mm -hmm. imagine that i see one of, i saw one of my models in alibaba Mm -hmm. really well, i mean i guess i can shouldn't imagine, be surprised but yeah can you imagine that yeah i was like uh, but the amount wow. of damage <laughs> that that i can actually do yeah and mm -hmm. and if you don't have control of that they can come back they're going to go to the source right they're going to go so that that's that is a that it's, is a it's major a dangerous thing yeah. well and yeah I, mm. I will start doing some, some things uh i will the only things i'm going to change soon is going to be about my more old work and not only old work because the whole thing with uh i'm not gonna call it piracy I'm just gonna go with bad behavior okay okay they jump in me they jump in wexer they jump whatever they grab whatever they want yeah okay because we give it we give stls once yeah. once once we give an stl our work is not doesn't belong to us anymore it's out there okay yeah but they just go set up pages, sell our models, put it on eBay, put it, yeah. 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 Etsy, Etsy, Etsy has, uh, has some, um, bundles with 5,000 models in them. Oh man. And Etsy does nothing about it. They don't care. I know for yeah. a fact that they, that, that they don't care. And <sighs> they actually changed their whole rules lately to show us that they don't care because they tell you, Oh, I'm just the page. Go talk to him. Not to us. <laughs> yeah. So what I'm going to do is, well, I, I'm always trying to speak to them nice. I tell them what you're doing is not right. If you mm -hmm. please stop doing that. And lately I have some answers like, uh, you don't know it. I made it. It's like, like I've told you, Poots, for example, like I told you, this rep box is not yours. I <laughs> made it yesterday. Okay. Like I, like I don't have eyes to, to recognize my own mm -hmm. work. I mean, yeah, come on. yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So what I thought was just to, to do something that's going to be a little drastic, you know, you, okay. You, you want to, you know, throw my work on Telegram, Facebook, whatever, I'm going to throw it for free yeah. for everyone. Yeah. Whatever I see, whatever I see that gets too much of, I mean, I don't, I don't mean if I see one model one time, okay. Whatever I see that is super shared and pirated and, thrown on Creality Cloud or something, I will personally throw it for free. Because if someone wants to throw it for free, it's going to be me. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I deserve that, okay? I yeah, earned yeah. that. <laughs> so you this did, is something, absolutely. So, so this is something I will do. I'm not, And I'm, of course, I'm not speaking about the originals. I'm speaking about the fire art. Fire art, 
it's fine to go free. I don't, I don't care. But I will start doing that just so they understand that they can do whatever they want. The only way to fight these people is to fight their pockets. Mm-hmm. Well, you so take away their source. Me. You take away the source that they're able to, you know, charge because they have the, you know, this exclusive, you know, mm-hmm. sort of, you know, content, and you basically dilute the market and prevent them from being able to claim that, oh yeah, you know, buy it from me. This so is it, it's a genius plan. Uh, it sucks because you know here you're putting your hard work now basically on the chopping block. You know it's well, like literally is, severing your arm. But my my patrons already have these models. They supported sure. these models. They they already printed those. So and this goes I back mean, to your whole I, goodwill aspect too, right? Where yeah. you're giving to the community, right? right. And you also, don't care about those like, bad eggs. Also, the bad thing is that in the end of the day, they, they're not stealing from me. Mm-hmm. They're stealing from my patrons. Yeah, they're oh, the ones. Really interesting way to look at it. They're the ones yeah, yeah. that they support me. They're the ones that give me their nice money. So when some smart <laughs> smart guy it's, it's comes nice. in, gets yeah. everything, and goes and sell those things with those guys' money, they steal from them, not from me. Yeah. So whatever. So so anything I I throw for free from now on, I will just send the description made possible my, by my patrons yeah that's the truth well it's the truth and that's that's why I, it pisses me off to see people stealing from anybody and every time i see theft of other artists i try to do something myself about that at least warn the people that mm-hmm. that, that, they, that this thing is happening to them sure because it's all very very i understand what a hard work it is to make these models take endless hours sculpting a thing and some guy because he thinks he can beat the system he can grab it and just throw it on a page for sale i mean how lazy is that (sighs) yeah well you know there's a lot of people out there that'll do anything to make a buck any and they don't Mm -hmm. care and it's unfortunate but uh you know i think every the, the lesson here and I, I just, I love your whole outlook on this and I wish more people did. It's like you, you recognize the, the value of your audience and all this stuff. And that they, unfortunately tale as old as time, a few bad actors make everybody suffer, you know? And so recognizing, uh, and, and giving credit where credit is due, you know, you are supported by a large Patreon following and you're very appreciative and you're very giving to that. And it, it is because of that attitude. I think that you continue to grow at the rate that you do and people see the quality of your work and, and see your commitment to it and see that you stick with it. Um, and they want to support that. You have to believe the vast majority of people out there, even, even though you never hear from them, believe in what you're doing and appreciate you. Um, and so I'm going to speak for them right now and just say you're awesome photos. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you for, for doing that. Thanks, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. 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 But, uh, I can, I can only imagine how frustrating and, uh, uh challenging to, it is to constantly see your work out there being taken and, this is a challenge. I mean, the, the, you know, the, unfortunately, it's nothing new. We've we dealt with DRM issues uh, from the music industry early on, and we st- I don't I still don't feel like we have that really wrapped up. It's almost like a version two with this as we're starting to see these things, and I, I think a lot of this problem exists too because 
a lot of people don't have modeling skills, right? Like we've got these mm-hmm. tools that we know that if we get the right inputs, we can get this incredible products and it's a really things. excellent point. Yeah, but but they don't have the ability to do it themselves, and it leads to to just getting out there and and snatching up, you know, where whatever they can, um, and it leaves Fotis in a weird spot where it's like, well, I guess I can just cut them off at the legs and just give it away for free, so that there is no value. Mm-hmm. But then then vote then Fotis isn't getting any value from it either. So. Yeah. Uh, I don't envy you, man. That's a tough I challenge. Prefer to give it, I prefer to give them to the community, honestly, yeah. than to let them do whatever they want with them. I really prefer yeah, to let do them that. win. Yeah, yeah. I really, I really prefer to do that. I will. I, I, I used to do that for two, three years. I was giving everything, you know, yeah, for free. Yeah. So yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? Why allow them to keep doing that? And they're not only doing it to me. They're doing it. To everybody, if you right. go look, if you just just, just do a, an image search of yeah. anyone's models, not mine, anyone's mm-hmm. models, you will find it in fifteen pages. It's, you know, it's, it's crazy. Uh, Pez Liz, uh, Liz brought up a really interesting comment earlier. She said a friend of hers is a Disney lawyer uh, and says as long as it's not uh, an ad- adult material or harmful or unsafe, uh, they're okay with makers. I, I think. I've seen differing accounts on that, especially when it comes to yeah. Disney. I don't know if they're they're okay per se, but I, I think yeah. it, what she's saying is probably true that they're going to really target things that are you know adult or harmful or unsafe or something like that. But they also reserve the right to take your idea, uh, which it's the Rocky Three story. <laughs> Anyone familiar with Rocky? Rocky like Three the, the, Wait, is that the Rocky one where, three? where Dolph Lundgren? No, that's four. Wait, which is the one where? So, so Rocky Mr. Three started with as Mr. A, T. Oh, Mr. T, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Rocky Three started as, and I just learned this, but Rocky Three started as some basically fan art or a fan fiction, and this guy wrote the whole story and then sent it to Sylvester Stallone, and he's like, "This is really good. I'm going to make a movie." And he made a movie about it and almost like copied the the whole thing. And the guy's like, Hey, you stole my fan art. It doesn't matter. It It was 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 his characters. That's probably the the reason he hired Mr. T, right? I pity the Mm -hmm. fool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't know that. Is that true? Yeah. Is that yeah, true? So copyright. Wow. It, yeah, you can look it up. So copyright. I mean, if you if you create a character, you own it. Basically, like you know, it, it extends pretty much forever right now, right? And you know, there's it, like it, it. There's even new rules and laws that are in play that can make this go even longer, right? And and I mean, heck, you know, Mickey Mouse still hasn't reached the public domain yet. And Disney is still fighting to, to basically bring that back and keep it from reaching public domain. But, uh, you know, copyrights, you create the character, someone can write fan fiction, someone can incorporate it, you can design a model, whatever it might be. But the person who originally created it owns all of that. So if they like your model photos, like they can take it if it's, you know, of theirs and they can sell it. Whoever owns the actual original copyright, there's nothing they can do, nothing you can do about it. It's just well, it's but, incredible. But, but I mean, that <laughs> that feels what? fair. You don't think that's it fair? Is, it's, it is. It is. It is, what is, fair. It is. Yeah. Yeah. If they come to me and tell me tomorrow, just take everything down. I will take them down and thank them sure. for the inspiration. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, you can't do anything. Uh, you you really don't want to go that road. You don't want to chase. What's What's interesting to me is I feel like, and again, I'm I'm a little biased because I'm in the maker world, but it's like. 
I look at this and I'm like, isn't this more in the interest of Disney for there be people out there? Because it's promoting that ecosystem. Now, I understand that there can be real that that's a slippery slope because like Fotos was saying, like it can take one person just making molds and just cranking out stuff that like starts mm-hmm. to undercut some massive merch opportunities and stuff like that for Disney. So the other the other issue comes in, like let's say you have copyright registered trademarks, even right. Sure. Um, you 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 probably heard of the company Xerox, right? So Xerox, right? What, the, what is a Xerox? Up, it sounds like one of those name, old right? old school things <laughs> that we don't use anymore. But, but no, it's not so, true. We do. So here's the thing, like so with with trademarks even, like you have to defend your trademark. And Xerox was so good at marketing that it makes copies, like copiers and this printers. This is fan so fiction well. of your document. <laughs> yeah. Well, but basically so so Xerox got so good at turning their copyrighted, you know, trademark material generic that they have to start fighting. And so usually what happens is, is you have these companies, they will send out lawsuits against their registered trademarks because they have to. Because if they don't, they can actually lose it. It becomes genericized. So like you can look up some, some Xerox lore, if you will. They would run advertisements basically saying, you know, hey, you can't use our name in this way because it, you know, turns it generic. And they would go and they would sue tons of individuals. Right. And these wow. are for license marks. But yeah, it gets really crazy. I love so this is why it's it's good to foster a community that you know has this really creative potential, but you also see unfortunately that these companies, if they want to maintain the rights to their their copyright or license marks, they have to defend you know fight it and defend it. So first of all, who doesn't love good Xerox lore? Uh, you know, and, 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 and second of all, I love how excited Andrew gets when we start talking about like legal matters and stuff like that. <laughs> he definitely has some, he has some, uh, passions and that he's not a lawyer, but he knows no. a ton about this stuff. Cause he's had a he lot always, of firsthand experience. He always wanted to be one though. I can see that. <laughs> I think he would be, I think he would be very good at it. Honestly. Uh, we've had a lot of conversations and he has a, a, a good resource, uh, and he has some good lawyers, uh, on, well, not on staff, but that he, uh, he engages on a regular basis i know um yeah it's it's a never-ending uh challenge and um you know i don't know what the right answer is i think it's something in between i think that i think that what photos does is incredible you know better than some of the original art that i've seen and and i i know that there's a there's a good amount of i have a friend whose mother was a, a traditional clay sculptor uh, and um, ended up getting hired by Disney or contracted by Disney wow. for uh, and, and Mattel and uh, she she was always freelance but a very talented woman and um, I know that a lot of people get their start and actually get hired by these large companies like kind of as a result of these things as well you know like if you can't I don't know if it's a can't beat them join them thing it was a totally different time and it wasn't like. Disney was ever under threat of like this woman's models, like getting out there in mass the same way that they are now. But, um, I think that there's opportunity and I think that people are, that are respectful like Fotis and recognize, you know, that, that we're built on the, I say it a lot. We're built on the shoulders of giants that, you know, your, your models wouldn't have the power that they do were it not for the fact that, that, that they're relatable. It's, this is the classic cover band, uh, conundrum. 
right? It's like <laughs> a cover band goes out and people just want to hear them play the songs that they know, right? Mm-hmm. A- and uh, it, But then the, the cover band wants to do some original stuff and people are like, ah, I don't want to hear the original music, right? You're like, <laughs> we want we want what's familiar. Does yeah. that seem like – so, so – you know, you know I'm a Metallica fan, right? I. What do you mean I'm not a Metallica? Of course I'm a Metallica fan. I got. Oh, I, I got all. You know. You know oh. You oh. Know I know. I know you are that's a. Man. Okay. I thought said. you said yeah. you're not a well, Metallica this is fan. What they did. How dare you, this sir? Is what they did. Yeah. <laughs> this is what they did when they were, you know, in '81 uh, or something. Notorious, right? They wanted them. Damn, you they lars. wanted them to go to Europe. Yeah. For for the tour, and they went there not for the tour for for the concert, and they told him, "Yeah, you have to play your songs." And they and they went there. They played them, and they were all covers, because the, nobody knew, knew them in Europe. They didn't know the songs, so they just lied. They played cover songs. They were just doing ABBA. <laughs> like, what, what were they playing? What were they playing? <laughs> this <laughs> what, yeah, this is what they did. I mean, even Metallica. Oh, I would so, love to hear yeah, Metallica all, play ABBA. You have to start somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, as always, we co- we've covered a lot of ground. We're starting to go past uh, past the hour. I want to be respectful of Fotis's time because he's got mm-hmm. he's got to get back to the cave and model because you know he's he's short on models. This he's uh, got to get back to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We you know you gotta you gotta make that Fotis. Uh, he he's got he's going after that nice Patreon money. So you know we gotta allow him yeah, to yeah. produce. Yeah, yeah. I'm My okay. friend. I love, we're going to have to have you back at some point because I love talking about this stuff. And obviously like we didn't, I don't feel like we got too deep into the nuts and bolts of like your business, like, because maybe, maybe that's a good wrapping thing as we, we close up. If anybody, first of all, last call, if you want to hit us with any questions in the chat, that's fine. Uh, if you're brave enough, uh, we, we would take one call too. If, if anybody wants to jump in, there is a link above for that. Um, oh, of course, I, I want to hear people that tell me you suck. Are you are you okay? No, nobody's gonna tell you you suck, man. Calm down. <laughs> you, don't, you, you don't suck. Anybody that tells you that that you suck sucks themselves. It's, yeah, yeah. You're a hypocrite. You're living in yeah, a glass house. Um, just just to talk about because this is a somewhat business centric podcast, and we've been kind of geeking out on the the art side of stuff, which is great. But talk a moment for us, if you will about probably the less glamorous part of what you do, because you do have to do the accounting. You do have to do your, you know, there is a, there is a financial aspect. You recognize that, yes, it's great that you have this big Patreon, but you do not have any other, uh, you're a full-time job. This is what supports you and your family, correct? Mm, yeah. Yeah. And last so three years. Yeah. You take that very, wow. that you take that very seriously. Um, do you have help with that stuff? Are you still doing it? Is it, is it a burden to you? Is it pretty easy? Like in terms, I don't know anything about how Patreon, do they just cut you a check or do you have to do other tax implications? Tell us about what you have to have. I have a company. I have a company now. I pay huge taxes. (laughs) You know, if you, if you, if you you decide, yeah, if you decide to do that as you should, you will pay big amount of the money you make. To the to, to the tax to the tax guy, uh, yeah. but also it's not only that we have. Wexter knows that. Are you still here? We have lots of expenses for software, asleep. for yeah. hardware, for uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I I forgot. I even forgot. I mean, we're finishing, and I didn't. I forget to say that one of the best things I did this year was to have in my team now 
Charo Zuck, who makes my custom supports. Oh, Charo. Oh. Shout yeah. out to Charo. And yeah. he, he, he does some unbelievably good support structures. And uh, he prints for me. He takes, you know, he, he does the photography for every new release I do. Which is so critical. And, uh, I mean, and the quality of that is what just sells a lot of it, right? It's like, oh my mm -hmm. gosh, look at that detail. Very important partner to have in that. Yeah. And uh, this is all these things, you know, you have to work after, after, after you do that, you have to leave the hobby area. You leave the hobby area anymore. So you have way, way more expenses than I had, you know, my first years when I didn't even have a company yet. I was just grabbing some cash and PayPal, well, all good. And just, that's it. Right. But mm -hmm. now you're, you have lots of expenses. You need accountants. You need, <laughs> you need all, yeah. all the things the company need. Yeah, you definitely do. Well, I mean, I'm a... assuming for you as well, your physical therapy, right? You know, just to maintain your level of, of efforts now. Um, you don't want to, you don't want to know how much I pay for that every month. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it gets up there. Yeah. Yeah. It's very expensive to keep it like that. Uh, how you, we have a caller. You feeling up for taking oh, a call? <laughs> uh, Andrew yeah, Smith sure. is on the line, on the hotline. I'm going to patch him in right now. Uh, <laughs> Andrew, good morning. Welcome. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Awesome. Thanks for uh, thanks for calling in. You're live with uh, Pooch and Andrew and Photos Mint, the prolific Photos Mint. How are you today? <laughs> doing fantastic. How about you? Uh, fantastic. Beautiful Friday as always. Uh, what can we do for you? You got a question, comment? So I got a question. Okay. My biggest issue with ever thinking about 3D modeling is what the heck to create. Ah. So Photos, what is your inspiration for the models that you put out each month? Or do you have like this endless list that you just don't have time for? It's a great question. It's a good question. Well, uh, I will, uh, prob I will tell you that my discord has a suggestions channel. I do lots of, uh, suggestions by my patrons. You know, they, 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 they usually suggest very cool things. And mm. if I also enjoy them, I will make them. But uh, other than that, you know, you get inspired by just watching an old movie, uh, by having a weird idea with your original stuff. Um, uh, or you just, there are so many things to make because uh, for, for a long time, there, there were months that I was like, oh yeah, I forgot that. There are things that you wanted to do for months and you just forgot about them and you go back to them. So yeah. th that way... The, the that way it doesn't stop you just keep bringing up new stuff especially for me that i go back around to the 80s 90s and do from movies and gaming mm. it's endless i have endless possibilities for uh for content so, but what i don't what i don't understand is how people like clockspring for example oh. do what he does uh, that that if you can help me, <laughs> if you can tell me His how mind. these people do does those things, those I can't uh. even imagine how they do these things. For us, it's much easier to think of things yeah. to make. Yeah. Hmm. Do you keep a list yourself, or do you just kind of look in the disc? Yeah. I mean, you've been doing it long enough now, where it seems like you probably have a good back catalog of ideas. It's probably harder for somebody getting a start, but, but I don't have a list. No, you just kind of no. whatever do pops you, into you, your head. Okay. Do you? I mean, around the end of the month, this month, because twenty fifth, I will decide what to make next month. Okay, okay, so you will plan it out ahead of time to some extent. 
yeah, because I have to uh, announce it. So if people doesn't uh, like what I do next month, so they can go away. Oh, that's like interesting. Very clear. I like to be very clear on what on what I make next month. I don't want to be, ooh, surprise. <laughs> next month, uh, you already paid oh, and you wow. didn't like anything. That's an interesting yeah, value. Be, I didn't I know that. I have to be yeah. clear and fair with the people. You know, you, this is what I'm going to well, do. You don't have to be. You it choose is. to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think I have to because it's good people to know ahead what they will get next month. So they decide if they want to stay or go away. May, they may they might want to go away and support some other artist. Why stick with me? That's a because you're one of the nicest people ever. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! Why are you being so nice? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> so I do have a question. So do you ever like get into the middle of a design and then realize like, hey, you're not really feeling it, or there's something where you just just not right, and you kind of put that on the back burner and you transition? Do you have like a list of, or, or like even just doing quick sketches or something real quick, you know, that you can go back to on a later date? I remember I answered that in Prusa Live. Yeah, that was a good. What episode. I do, <laughs> what I do, uh, is if if it's not like if you start something and you're not feeling it, it doesn't mm -hmm. come the way you want it. What I do is you know pause it. Uh -huh. I just pause it, take it, put it to the side. I go okay. to the next one. I'll go to the next one, which usually will go perfect for some reason. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then when I finish that, I go back to the one ah. I, I left in half mm -hmm. with a fresh brain and eye sure. to continue. Many times, though, you have to get rid of this one again, delete it, and start over because you really uh, messed it up the first time. That's okay. That's such a hard thing to do. Um, yeah, I, because I I, I feel like, like sunk cost fallacy, right? Uh, you know, you put this time into it, and you're like, why do I want to get rid of it? Well, <laughs> yeah. And and but he his you're you're spot on. A lot of times you just have to let ideas breathe for a bit. You know, you just got to let it kind of sit and marinate and and then and analyze like what it is that you feel like was missing or you want to add. And and you know, inspiration just comes in weird ways. I've always had that tendency where I'm like I feel like I'm just banging my head against the wall. I'm like, no, I got to get this thing done. I got this. and and I know that it would have done way better to just pause and come back to it. But it's a it's a challenge that I I constantly struggle with. Anyway. That's an aside. Andrew, I want to thank you for calling in. I appreciate uh, the question and uh, uh, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for the time. Yeah. All right. Have a good one. Thank you, Andrew. Um, man, I, uh, I, I love... Uh, I love that the, the community wants to be involved in the conversation and stuff like this. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, that just, that just tickles me. Um, Fotis and, and honestly, like there's a million other Andrews out there that are, they're not lying when they say like, you're an awesome dude. They want to support you. Your point about, um, uh, you know, actually like feeling obligated to let people know what's coming up on the Fotis Mint channel. Like that's very unique. I don't know that. I don't know. You tell me because you see more uh, people in the city. No, 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 no. That's it, not true. Is I mean, it? I, I see the miniature pages even let you vote. To oh, okay. Mm. Okay. I and don't then let you... vote. I'm a bad person. Ah, you're a benevolent <laughs> despot, as they say. You yeah, know? yeah. No, this that's is a, what it's gonna be. You're gonna listen to me. Yeah. You don't know what you want. I'm gonna tell you what you want, and I'm gonna give it to you. Um, I think. Uh, I think that 
I think that there's some there, there's a lot of value there. I, di- I didn't real I didn't realize if if a lot of people do that or not. I don't I don't think we have a good sample size to determine. But um, I love your outlook that it's like, hey, look, you know, I don't want to take away from other. If people have a limited amount of funds that they want to contribute toward Patreon on a monthly basis, like if they're not feeling it with the stuff I'm going to be releasing, like why not give them the opportunity to go somewhere else? And that's just makes you that much more lovable. And we all hate you for it, you jerk. You're like, why you got to be so lovable oh, all by, the time? By, by the way, saying that the uh, <laughs> about the money thing yeah uh there are countries right now in the planet where five bucks is a lot of money oh yeah for sure so you have to consider that yeah i mean i i i don't see any five buck tiers anymore in patreon i really don't Mm. and if because if you also consider the vats the the paypal face everything that from that five buck it's not a lot of money left you know but i had people from countries i don't want to name right now that said that i'm glad that i can't pay for it because they can't pay the 10 buck tier it's a lot of money yeah if they take a hundred bucks a month it's one tenth of their salary for patreon days wow do people ever reach out to you and be like, I, I really want to be able to get on, but I just like, it's a lot of money where I am. Do you, do you have any discretion in that regard? Like, uh, are you uh, able to it like, it happens. Yeah. It happens. And I yeah. can tell if something is honest. Well, if they tricked me, joke is on them, yeah. but it, I the have given. On, Cause you, yeah, you send them I a virus given. along with it or something. <laughs> well, no, because, the they're, because, because they're, because they're bad people. In general. Sure, but, sure. Uh, It'll come back to them at some point. Sure. I sent, yeah, I sent them a model. It doesn't yeah. hurt me to give a model away. I mean, right. Come on. Yeah. Okay. Chris, Chris Perillo says you're his favorite mint uh, over all the mint, over spearmint, <laughs> over peppermint, and photos mint. Photos mint is his favorite. And he is my favorite Perillo for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 same, 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 same. Um, photos. Thank you, my friend, for joining us. Uh, like Thank I said, you. we could talk forever. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your honesty on everything and your willingness to, to, to talk, talk candidly. And uh, we just love your outlook. And we wish you the best with your, your following. You guys, if you if you don't know who this is, I, you really need to go check out his Patreon page. Even if you decide you don't want to support it and stuff like that, he's very uh, active on Twitter. I think he's got, are you big on Instagram and other socials as well? Photos. What else, where else can they find you? Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, my mini factory. Yeah. That's about it. I don't do Facebook. I hate Facebook. Scratch Facebook. Okay. He hates Facebook, everybody, but, uh, Instagram, a lot right. of good, good photos of, of his stuff. Uh, go check it out. Uh, and my mini factory is another way they can support you as well. Cause you can, you can buy models on there from you as well. If you don't want to do buy- monthly. Yeah, you can buy my original models there. I mean, if you just want one, you can buy one. You don't have to join uh-huh. my Patreon. It's, it's fine. And so you post have you, a lot of you free post ones both. there. Yeah. You, yeah, you I have lots of free, free old ones. Okay. And do you, do you post everything to both or is some stuff only exclusive to Patreon? Fan art is sold in Patreon. Okay. I, I, don't, I do not sell it in my mini factory. Yeah, it's no, you mentioned that. Pa- it's, on, it's only for Patreons. Only for Patreon. Got, got, got it. Got it. Got it. Awesome. Um, my friend, have a fantastic weekend. I hope uh, you get some relaxation time. Rest your arm. Heal up. Uh, enjoy time with your family, your your wonderful daughter and whatnot. And uh, I look forward to talking to you again soon. Everybody in the chat that's with us, uh, like I said, we record, if you're listening back, uh, 9 a.m. every Friday uh, on YouTube. Uh, there's a link 
in the show notes for that. So feel free to come and uh, join us if you want to do a call in or uh, uh, comment in the chat. We always welcome that. Uh, and uh, I'm going to tease really quick next week. Next week's going to be interesting because uh, Andrew and I are both out of town. We're going to the Rapid Conference in Detroit. Shout out Rapid. Very excited yep. for that. This is like the first uh, show I've been to since COVID. Uh, and so, you know, excited, a little wish, anxious about it. But. Wish I could come to Earth. Uh, I, I was going to ask you that. Uh, you have any plans to travel any time in the near future, Photos? I would definitely love to come to the States. Love it. But uh, it's not an easy trip. It's not <laughs> it's, an easy trip. But if you come, I will yeah. host you, my friend. Come and you're, you're welcome to stay. I've got a, a okay. nice hammock in the backyard that uh, <laughs> doesn't snow too much. And so you'll, you'll be fine. I will we'll be next to the dog, right? The, well, no, the well, the dog it will be in the hammock above you, so you get the <laughs> at least get the dog, have the dog biscuits, please. At least the dog uh, he, biscuits. We'll we'll get extra biscuits for you. Don't worry, photos. Uh, no, I'm, seriously though, I, we would be I would be honored to host you if you ever do make it stateside, uh, and I hope that we can make that happen soon. Uh, but again, to te- tease next week, uh, we will be doing a show. Uh, we're going to have Stefan from CNC Kitchen on that one, oh, and that's nice. going to be a fantastic episode because uh, he is one of our fellow uh, content creators that's kind of making the leap into product now and mm-hmm. uh, one of the uh, uh, a few to be adopted by the Prusa uh, shop as well. So you can find some of his stuff now on, on Prusa shop, which is fantastic as well and and other places uh and so we're going to talk to him about what he's learned uh the challenges are uh from from going from kind of content creator to to product uh sales and production and stuff like that so uh please tune in for that if you can uh we love getting your your questions and comments as always uh tweet at us uh i'm at repcord uh andrew is at 3d gloop send photos some love at photos mint And we will catch you guys. Kisses to everybody. We will catch you guys (laughs) on the next one. Everybody have a fantastic weekend. See you later.